Hey friends, it's CJ Hawk, host of Bullhawk Sports Show. I'm here to discuss the Blackhawks versus Edmonton Oilers game one from Saturday. Blackhawks are our favorite team. We are huge dire fans called Blackhawks. A lot of people have been sleeping on them saying they would win zero games and be swept away by the Oilers, but that was not to be in your face media haters <laughs> so this game started off very fast early on in edmonton so all the western conference games are in edmonton even though it's no fans so keep that in mind so maybe dollars being edmonton you think advantage not really they're at a stadium without a single fan so frankly do they even know it's edmonton like would they even know so let's begin with the game recap. And the Blackhawks have struggled mightily on the penalty kill. That is one of their flaws, one of their big weaknesses. And evidenced by, in this game, they only had a 25% penalty kill. Three of the four goals by the Oilers were on power plays. So that means that the Blackhawks, only one of them they managed to block, that are free. Power plays were successful for the Oilers, which that's unacceptable. They need to get better. A 25% penalty kill is horrible. And maybe this we got away from it in this game, but we won't in every game. That is for sure. So right away, the Oilers got on the power play due to a penalty. Carmen McDavid, one of the greatest players in all of hockey, managed to put the puck in the net. Got past Corey Crawford, past the Hawks D to give the Oilers a 1-0 advantage. Which, as a Hawks fan, bodes doesn't bode well. You're like, oh no, not again. The Blackhawks are going to fail yet again. Their defense is going to collapse. The offense will struggle. They'll be able to get a few, but won't be enough. But, right away, Blackhawks come back. Score when Jalen Strom, young guy, one of my favorites, who we got from the Coyotes, he put in the puck in the net. Great goal by Stromi. Very happy. I think that was one of the turning points, him to get that goal so soon after the Oilers go to tie it up at one because the Blackhawks could have fallen behind more or kind of struggled, couldn't score. But Stromi got us on the board right away, tied up. And two of the guys who performed fantastic in this game were the Czech rookie, Dominic Kubelik who is one of my favorites on the team, scored two goals, three assists for a total of five points in his playoff debut. And then old rival, captain of the Hawks, Jonathan Taze, got two goals, one assist. He was great too. And one of his was really awesome, where Olimata kind of basically hit the puck, the puck off his stick, got to Jonathan Taze, banked it in for a goal, later in the game, which was awesome. Very happy of Olimata's assist. Very impressive. Petri Kane got one assist. Kirby Doc, our really young guy, got assist. Keith got two assists. Well done. Brandon Saad got one goal, one assist. Well done by Brandon Saad as well. Those guys did well. And Alex Trinkett was okay. He didn't really contribute anything to the stat line. He was putting pressure on the goal with his five shots on goal. 
but nothing got past Mike Smith, the Oilers goalie, or Miko Kushkinen, their backup who had come in later. So Blackhawks tied it up. Then their offense started to heat up on fire. Elfuego. And we got a big lead on them. We got 4-2 lead on them. So after one, it was 4-1 to one Blackhawks. They scored one early. Leon Dreisaitl in the second period. Their Hart Trophy finalist, he's probably going to win MVP this season. Well-deserved for Leon Dreisaitl. Which is funny, on a regular team, not the Oilers, he'd probably be easily the best player by far on a lot of teams. But since they have Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl is probably overshadowed, not even the best player on his own team. So they got 4-2. Blackhawks score two more to take a 6-2 lead after two. And the Leon Dreisaitl's was on our penalty. So yet again, the penalty kill failed. Then they got two more. One was on a penalty kill yet again. One was not. And there are two people who scored for the Oilers were Brian Nugent Hopkins scored one, two assists. And James Neal got one goal as well. The veteran who used to be on the Calgary Flames, just like Mike Smith. And Mike Smith, he's a veteran. He's been playing. He's playing the Phoenix Coyotes. Got them to the Western Conference Finals in 2012. He was in the playoffs last season with the Calgary Flames. They lost early, but he got them there. And they went to the Oilers. Probably expected him to be more successful, have a good game. They thought maybe since Leon Dreisaitl, Carmack, David were easily high-powered scorers, they could score, for example, let's say three. Mike Smith allows two. Oilers win. But Mike Smith was horrendous. Let's just say Frederick Anderson bad. <laughs> he allowed five goals. Should have been more, really. He looked just lost out there. His .783 percentage, horrible. They brought in Miku Koskinen after they allowed five goals. And he allowed one. He blocked 18. So I think, frankly, they should have started Miku Koskinen. Maybe. I mean, Mike Smith has been playing poor as of late. So I think Miku Koskinen, they should start him. And let's see. As a fan, they should start Mike Smith again because maybe he'll be even worse. But as a hockey optimist or hockey fan, like person, I'd say Miku Koskinen probably will play. But Blackhawks, some other keys we need to improve on are Corey Crawford. The stats make him look bad with four goals allowed. He got bad luck with the penalty kill unit, struggled big time. Our defense kind of at times was not in the right positioning, which got past Crawford. And those are some things. But Jonathan Tays did great on the draw. He won 64% of the faceoffs. But the team only won 47%, so less than half of them. That wasn't very good. That won't cut it when Conrad David, the center, is on our team. They need to improve on that. John Tays just keep doing what he's doing. As a captain, I'm very happy how he performed. And, yeah, so guys, I think we need to contain Leon Dreisaitl, Carmack David, the best players on the Oilers, of course, in Game 2. But Blackhawks... Winning that game one, huge success. And I saw that uh, Eddie Olchek said 80% of the teams that win game one and best of five win. So it's a very good advantage for the Chicago Blackhawks. And our free stars of the game were definitely Dominic Kubelik, 
Jonathan Taze, those are two of two goals a piece. Taze one assist, Dominic Kubelik's three assists. Another third star, I would probably say Dylan Stromey. Dylan Strom, he got his one goal, but it was a big one. which started off the game right away, got us tied up, and we weren't down very long, which helped us huge. So those are my three stars of the game. Dominic Kubelik, Jonathan Taze, and Dylan Strom. So thanks for listening to this recap of the Chicago Blackhawks Edmonton Oilers Game 1. Game 2 is tonight, 9.30 p.m. on NBC Sports Chicago or NBC Sports. So there's been some interesting developments in games in, in the play, this qualifying and round-robin game so far. Teams that, for example, the Canadians upset the Penguins, shocking in overtime. Calgary Flames beat the Jets 4-1, which is good. Happy with that. Flyers beat the Bruins. Happy with that. 4-1. Some ones are more surprising. The Minnesota Wild upset the Canucks 3-0. Blue Jackets beat Maple Leafs 2-0. Blue Jackets, I think, are underrated, so I'm not shocked. The Maple Leafs do struggle in the playoffs for some unknown reason. And they're offensive stars that they expect to score. Big ones for them disappeared. Like Austin Matthews, he had six shots on goal, but not one went in. It just disappeared. Surprisingly, Frederick Erickson was very good. He only allowed uh, one goal because one was an empty netter. So he only had one goal, 34 saves, 33, uh, 34 save attempts. He saved 33 of them for a 0.971%. Well done by Frederick Erickson. Honestly, I thought he would suck big time, struggle. They would score maybe three or four. He'd allow like three, so they'd barely win. But said he had a great game and they failed, which doesn't bode well for them, considering he's unlike he'll have many great ones in a row. And Coyotes beat the Predators. I was a little bit surprised, but I'm not like completely shocked. And then tonight, there's some games on later today as well. Canadians Penguins game two at 7 p.m. Stars Gold Knights game one, 5:30. Lightning's Capital game one, three o'clock. Flames-Jets game two at 1.30, and currently tied at one after the end of the first period. New York Rangers, Carolina Hurricanes. Artemi Perrin, the best player in the Rangers, four Blackhawks, scored one goal. He did it. He got that one goal to tie it up, get one. And for the Hurricanes, Andre Shenefikov got one as well, assessed by... Assisted by Sebastian Aho. So one to one after one. And if the Hurricanes win this, I think they got a good chance to advance to the next round. Because best of five, unlikely a team could come back from down 2 0 to win it all. There's been done in baseball. For example, the San Francisco Giants were down 2 0 against the Cincinnati Reds in 2012 playoffs. And the Giants came back. One free in a row to advance. But this is so weird of a coronavirus stuff. I don't know how possible that win for a team to win three in a row if they came down two. This is a must win for the Rangers, I would say. And I think must win for Hurricanes because if they win, it helps them even strengthen their chances and kind of the, de- the doubt that could creep in tied at one would disappear maybe if they won two because then they'd only need to win one more out of the potential games. So thanks for listening to this recap. We'll stay tuned for more stuff 
episode 36 on NBA, MLB, and probably WNBA talk as well. We're going to talk about coronavirus affecting baseball, talk about this NBA restart, how accessible it's been, how the games looked in this new fan environment. And we'll have to see what teams make it to this playoffs in the NBA, which ones don't. Some have looked great so far, like the Rockets look impressive in their game. Raptors have looked dominant. Clippers have looked good. They lost one against the Lakers, but they looked great the second one. So we'll have to see. Stay tuned for more upcoming later this week. Definitely by Wednesday, I would say. DJ Benny Bull will join me by then for sure. So have a good rest of your week. See you soon.